Good morning and welcome to Morning Mixtape News. It is Friday, July 14th, and I'm your host, Sharanki Kalantharasa, reporting for CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. And here are our top stories from today. Olivia Chow sworn in as the mayor of Toronto. Prime energy drinks are to be recalled in Canada. A Toronto hospital network apologizes to patients who were charged for a test that is generally covered by OHIP. The FDA approves the U.S.'s first over-the-counter birth control pill. And then we will hear Samina with her segment, Turn the Page. So let's get into it. On Wednesday, the 66-year-old well-known politician had sworn as the 66th mayor of Toronto. She promised to make Ontario, quote, a more affordable and compassionate place to live. As Toronto's first mayor of colour, she also promised in her speech to make Toronto a more safe and caring city where everyone will feel like they belong and fit in. In addition, the new mayor had also shed light on Toronto's housing crisis as well as the issue with the service cuts of the transit system. With regards to the housing crisis, Chow said she would invest millions of dollars to acquire and preserve affordable units. According to CP24, Olivia Chow had been in the political field for a very long time now. She first started off as a school board trustee in 1985, then served 13 years on Toronto City Council till 2005, and then later moved on to becoming an MP with the NDP party. As an immigrant to Canada herself from Hong Kong, Chow understands and resonates with the struggles of immigrants and said, quote, Toronto's struggles are my struggles. After John Tory's resignation from the mayoral position, Olivia Chow was one of 101 other candidates who ran for the position. Her declaration of office ceremony was a success. However, there has been tension between the Premier of Ontario and Olivia Chow upon her comment that the city would quote, go to court if the province of Ontario attempted to take away land to create a private spa to the redesigned Ontario place. And for now, our second headline, prime energy drinks are to be recalled in Canada. A very popular caffeinated drink, prime, is being recalled due to national health regulation issues. According to CBC News, the prime drink, which had been on the shelves in many stores across Canada, exceeds Health Canada's limit by 20 milligrams of caffeine, as it supposedly contains 200 milligrams in each can. Made by Logan Paul and KSI, it ended up on the shelves of many Canadian stores and even on Walmart Canada's online marketplace. However, Walmart Canada has removed the item after being questioned by CBC News. As a response to this controversy, Prime said that they have been following the federal regulations set by each country and went on to state that Canadian Prime drinks have 140 milligrams of caffeine and not 200. 
However, when asked about the 200 milligram presence of caffeine in U.S. bottles by CBC, Prime stated that it complies with federal regulations according to the country, providing no further explanation. Many pediatricians are stating that children and teenagers should stay away from energy drinks due to the physical and psychological effects they may cause. Moving on to our third headline, a Toronto hospital is apologizing after patients were charged for a test that generally is covered by the Ontario Health Insurance Plan. The health network called the University Health Network is issuing refunds and apologizing after making patients pay for a balance test at a Toronto hospital clinic. Akio Maroon, one of the patients charged $120 for a test for vertigo, tweeted about the charge. Maroon initially released the tweet to see if others had a similar experience. However, the Ministry of Health tweeted that the VHIT was supposed to be covered by OHIP. According to CBC News, the hospital network responded to the situation by stating that there was a, quote, communication and interpretation error between the physicians and the billing department. For our last headline, the FDA approves the U.S.'s first over-the-counter birth control pill. The Food and Drug Administration approved OPIL, America's first oral contraceptive and non-prescription pill, yesterday. According to NBC News, the American Medical Association, as well as the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, have been requesting an over-the-counter pill for quite some time now, and this new approval is finally launched. Dr. Melissa Simon, a professor at the Northwestern University for Clinical Gynecology, told NBC News that the U.S. had been behind in the step as hundreds of other countries had already offered the OTC birth control. With a 93% effectiveness rate, OPIL must be taken at the same time every day in order to work effectively at preventing pregnancies. HRA Pharma, the manufacturer of this drug, says that they expect it to be available in early 2024. In fact, the over-the-counter contraceptive pill is expected to be available in grocery stores, convenience stores, and in online stores as well. So that was it from me today, and now I'll leave you with Samina with her segment, Turn the Page. Hello listeners, welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation, and I hope it gets you turning the pages. Dress when you least expect it. Your life goes from a series of daily occurrences to moving to Borg. Your husband Kent's infidelity can no longer be hidden. Britt Marie hasn't lived alone in 40 years. Kent is an entrepreneur, and she took care of everything for him. When he asks her to move out, she, at an advanced age, has to figure out what to do. After a few visits to an unemployment office, she gets a job supporting a recreation center in Borg. The title of the book is Britt Marie Was Here. The author is Friedrich Bachmann. If you recognize the name, it is because you are aware of his work and I've recommended a lot of his books. His writing is sharp, no-nonsense, and there are hints of wisdom, observations about life from the characters' perspectives that match our inner thoughts. Here's the thing. 
When you take on something new, you expect the worst. Britt Marie did, and she was right. Her car breaks down, she's knocked out by a soccer ball, and the recreation center in Borg is also a post office, pizzeria, general store, and an auto body shop. These dedicated spaces were shut down due to financial constraints and never recovered. Borg has become a forgotten town. Britt Marie has no idea what she's doing here. This is a woman who has a precise order for cutlery, forks, knives, and spoons, and the recreation center doesn't have that. The only thing Borg has going for it is soccer. Unfortunately, the team is made up of a group of misfits who aren't going to be winning any awards. Somehow, Britt Marie becomes their coach. Through her unconventional and particular methods, the team starts to improve. Through her interactions with the people, Britt Marie becomes more open, finally puts herself first, and starts settling into the town. Just when things are coming together, who shows up but Kent? He realizes that Britt Marie was central to his life. He apologizes for his infidelity, dedicating more hours to his business than Britt Marie, and wants her back. Is she going to go back to comfort, safety, and routine? or face the unknown by being in Borg. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, please find us on Instagram at CGRU News. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back next Friday with some more exciting news at Morning Mixtape, but until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It is CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm your host, Sharanki Kalantharasa. Thanks for listening.